go great black start in the middle and we fight in the middle let's in the middle we're ready we are in the ghetto settling readily every little soul it's a rubble click clack blast get back fast who's been thinking that we're free at last thinking it's a minute of a society but it's a control and i'm gonna sure to get that cash imf world bank the same motherfuckers in the same gang north to the south to the east to the west africa's time time to get up <laughs> In Ghana, you know, that was, for me, that is the basis of everything. Without a crash city, without my time spent at Achimota, like, I'm not this ambassador. I'm not this artist. I'm not, um, you know, I don't have the sound that, that you know, has been, I've been so lucky to, to have. It all begun with, you know, the high lives and the Afrobeats and the, you know, the juju music. I mean, some of it came mad early from Nigeria. Some of it was local and hard off, you know what I mean? So like that hybrid, but that was my soundtrack growing up. And then, you know, comes like hip hop in the late 80s, early 90s. And what that trust us and Trenton's late is young people who look just like me, who found a voice in which they can be assertive. They can say, listen, here's how society looks at us, here's how we look at society. Some of it was rude, some of it was the straight, you know, um, straight, disrespectful, some mm. of it was vulgar, mm -hmm. some of it was spiritual, some of it was cultural. But at the end of the day, you know, we really had a fantastic mix of, of hip hop. And then for me, my, my, my conversation was always, how can I, as an African born black person, uh, knowing the trajectory in which hip hop has traveled, right? Say, how can I be that answer? How can I be that echo? Mm. You know, but bringing it from my perspective. So if you look at, I mean, even how hip hop flourishes in the Bronx, comes from the Caribbean import, the mm. Herks, mm. coming from Jamaica, mm. sound system culture Indeed. becomes hip hop culture. Crazy. And yeah. then, you know, now it comes back to, yeah, so I feel like this conversation has been an ongoing one, and Africans find themselves at a spot now where we don't, it's just not a soliloquy, now it's a dialogue. We can be like, it comes to us, we can talk back. Right. So it's, it's been beautiful to see those connections, me shopping out across city, me shopping out Lagos, and that is right on Hot 97 with the next, with someone shouting out Atlanta or, or Brooklyn. I think that black people globally have become so uh, aware of each other's spaces. Um, and I think that we could do more like to, to bring you closer and to say, all right, you stand on this media monopoly, but over here, we also got something to say. Mm -hmm. And as, as an artist, I think that we cannot underestimate any of the channels that we have available to us. We must fire on all cylinders. Indeed. Be like on the style, on the sound, on the visual, on the narrative, mm. you know, on the lyrics, on the beats. Like, you don't have a choice. Blowing everything, right? Um, and so, yeah, for me, the, the visual elements, and I'm fortunate, I came from, you know, the visual arts background. You know, I drew, I painted as a kid, won a bunch of awards doing that. Oh. So, like, I always knew that somehow, my visual aesthetic, you know, but it has also helped a lot in in terms of branding and, and in terms of messaging. Because you also gotta understand, Africa is still a very undiscovered and unknown place. It's so sad in 2016 we could we even have this conversation mm. about just how visually un unrepresented Africa is. 
right? And so a lot of what we're doing is doing it all at once. We're saying, here's the sound, but here's the look as well. Right. Here's right. the things you need to, here's the history, right. here's the future. All like, in one, all, all in one, yeah. You know, yeah. so in each release, like, you know, the responsibility that artists like myself have is, is enormous. You gotta educate while you're, while you're, while you're, you still gotta stay fly though. You gotta be ancient, but you still gotta be current. Mm. Like it's all it is, you know? But, but I think loaded. it is loaded. It yeah. is a lot of work, people right. don't understand, especially yeah. for the few of us who chose this pioneering right. approach to it, you know? It has not been easy, but I also believe that that responsibility is what has made it possible for artists on the continent now to bomb rush Indeed. and like you know because a lot of groundwork was laid globally and, and and way before I showed up the underleaks were doing it or sound sound down back before I that the Nubians were doing it right so like I come through in that in that ch in that that's ch right. you know that's, that's, part that's of that vessel that vessel and I'm just here to to add to that and make sure that I'm representing my piece mm -hmm. in a way in which when we curate what has happened, my work will be a, a, an instrumental piece in how the balance was you know, shifted. Mm -hmm. I think space is critical. Mm -hmm. As African people, we haven't had much of it. Mm -hmm. uh, whether public space, right. public programming, mm -hmm. things that allow different subsets of our, our society to interact. We're not used to that. So, that level of claiming space, I feel, is one of the most revolutionary things we can do as young African people. And I think that out of that space is going to come institutions and idea sharing and, and all these things that we desperately need. So I think Ghana is, is, is in the forefront, but I think that we got we to gotta return home. Like, and, 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 and those who are out and those who are out, you know, there are people on the ground who are not home either, right? Mm. So let's not forget, just because your body there don't mean your mind there. Mm -hmm. So I really think that it, it takes a lot of inspiration for people to say, listen, the same energy I got, where do I put it? Right? Some of us have had the privilege to travel the world and, and give good messages, and we're grateful for that. But we know that in terms of our real work, our real work lies on the continent. Because just off the fact that it's the, it's, the, it's the most deprived space, it's the most underappreciated space, I think that that's the only wise place to put your time and your effort. And until we're, we're of a level where, you know, we don't have to still explain that we have buildings in Africa. You know, um, but to ourselves too. Like we have a self-esteem where we can say, "I know my history because it's beautiful. It's in cinema. It's in art. It's in literature. It's in all these things." You know, and so I'm aware of it. Right. So yeah, Ghana is being very inspirational for me at least now. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Filmmaking for me has been a, a real blessing. You know, as an artist, you're always looking for how do you. How do you connect, but also how do you connect in mass? Mm -hmm. You know, we don't have enough time to be taking it one person at a time. Music's good, but music is also so genre driven mm -hmm. that people might not even give you a chance because, you know, like my mom won't listen to my music like that. Right. You know, she'll appreciate because I'm her son, mm -hmm. but she ain't bumping it to her friends. However, a film, she'll call her friends to sit down and watch. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's, it's a different medium. And I think that if you look at how cinema, just in general, has really shaped our minds. I look at that, I'll give you an example. When I was young, one of the big, one of the ways we consumed cinema was uh, through uh, these uh, evangelical 
mobile cinemas. They'll come to a soccer field mm. and they'll show like the Jesus movie, right? Mm. And it's crazy. Like well, it was like a, it was like an event. They'll come early in the day with a with a, with a bullhorn mm. and like they'll announce call it, out. call out, and then he hits like six o'clock. People start camping out, getting yeah. setting up their little colonies with their mats, right? right? And then we'll sit down and we'll watch the Jesus movies. Moses, that's why I first saw the Moses movie where he splits the sea and all that. Ten Commandments is where I first saw it. Mm. <clears throat> and it's so funny. Up till today, when I think about what Je like what Jesus looks like mm. in my mind, it's not even like the Michelangelo version. It's that C-rated, right. B-rated mm. actor right, right. who was playing Jesus. Mm. Right? And that's how you that's how powerful the medium is. Mm. It stays with you for the rest of your life. You, you understand? So I've gotten to a place where I realize if that's the level of impact that visuals can have on me, then what happens to everybody else, right? And what happens when we start getting images, visuals, that say that this is who we are. Here's a correct telling of our stories. Here's the, here are the epics. Here are the, here are the family dramas. But everything is shot with a level of reverence and, and beauty. Even if the, the circumstances are ugly, the visual will never be ugly. You know what I mean? And, and that takes real intention and investment. Mm. And I think that filmmaking has granted me that great opportunity to start getting a wider audience who may not necessarily be there for a specific genre right, of music. music exactly. You know, they're there because, and then... And everyone interprets it. So just, you're, you make it yours. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So that's the yes. power of that. It's powerful. So, I mean, making the short film, that's radical trilogy, it was completely brought love. I shot in Accra, I shot in Brooklyn, I shot in Bahia. All of those were unbelievable experiences, a lot of enlightenment for myself, a lot of growth, but also like a lot of getting to, into this space in which I'm trying to be part of a, a new canon of African storytellers. Who, 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 or African storytelling, where being African is central to the way the story is told. Sadly, as African people, we're, we're always you know, we're following the lead of, of whatever we think the industry standard is. Mm -hmm. So, okay. you know, this is how literature is supposed to be written. So let's write our books like that. Mm -hmm. This is how films are shot. And these are how stories are told in cinema. Three act stories. Okay, so let's write out. But then when you think about the opportunity that we have as African people in the way that how non-linear and how non, um, uh, how complex our storytellings are, right? I think that we haven't, uh, really tapped into that much. We've done that a lot in music, we've done that a lot in other mediums, but we haven't done that in cinema yet. Mm. And I truly believe it's because it's a fairly new medium and we're just getting access to it. Right. At some point, it was always expensive. It was like, well, you know, cost prohibitive. Yeah, yeah. You just take it down, you know? And now, I mean, you know, my man here's got an iPhone that can do magic. You see what I mean? And so you think about that and you're like, okay. This is gonna open a floodgate mm -hmm. of, of creativity. And I think that it's it's on us for, for some of us to say that, you know, let's start laying down some like let's start taking some chances and telling some stories and telling them in a completely unique way that we will tell our stories. Mm -hmm. And let's see what happens. Right. Now I'm not saying everybody has to tell these non-linear, crazy whatever, mm -hmm. right? You can keep doing what's standard and what you think will win. But I think that as 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 African people again, because who we are is, is such a uh, suppressed part of, of the global narrative of human, of 
of the human evolution. Mm-hmm. If you look at the books, look at the like we're constantly left out, mm-hmm. right? There's reasons, we know the reasons. So for me, it's like any work that I do has to be about the inclusion, not the, you know, the exclusion of, of, of the African way of doing things. So it's, it's in the writing, it's in the acting, it's in the camera. Where the camera will be is different from where the camera should be for a European, you know, because perspective is different. And we need to start tapping into perspective as, as, as African storytellers in general, right? Not just in literary work or in film work or in music, but perspective is critical. And, and we rob the world of, of the opportunity for the African narrative to be a part of the global narrative when we don't do that. When we just copy whatever is being done and say, okay, here's our contribution. Well, that's not There's no identity. There's no, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just copy your good, good copy, right? But that's it. Right. And, and, and so that's, you know, I'm, I'm far from there, but that's my journey. My journey is where can I eventually get to as an artist in which this perspective is very unique and very African and very me. And whether it's commercially successful or not, it's un- inconsequential. It doesn't matter. The fact that it was a, it's a contribution and it may not be appreciated in my lifetime, mm. you know, but who knows, my, my son's lifetime, mm. right? Or, or his son's lifetime, or his, his daughter's lifetime. It'd be something else that people would say, yo, because this cat did this work, this work is possible. Yeah, tell me what you're working on at the moment. I know yes. you did this film, I don't know if you're still yes. about that. No, it, I mean, it's, it's in the process. I've spent a lot of time in Lagos writing mm. because I, I, the script wasn't done when I when I left Ghana. But oh, I have man. to return with a full script. So you're writing on this film? Bro, I've done it. I'm, 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 I just finished the first draft uh, two days ago. So I'll be doing a bunch of revising on my flight back. But but the story is, is it's called the burial of Kojakumsen, mm. and it's it's about uh, this guy who gets trapped in a in a mine, and we do a lot of illegal mining in Ghana, mm. and uh, kind of you know what happens to him, his mind while he's down there, his family's searching for him, and it's it's this very intriguing story that I've wanted to tell a lot. Um, you know I, I don't I'm not one who's like okay what's the issue story, mm-hmm. but I think that you know. If, if you're drawn to a specific thing, if you're drawn to a specific thing, I think you need to invest in in telling that story. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, our, our the level of exploitation that's on the continent mm-hmm. is is vast, and that has been our one Achilles heel: is that everybody comes and takes. So right now, our, our, our challenge now is dealing with the Chinese invasion, and so and they, yeah, and, and they've set up major camps in these mining spaces. Mm-hmm terrorizing the locals and, and, and just taking mm. no permits, right? And so, and so that kind of the story revolves around that as well. And mm. I, I, you know, I, I think that, you know, artistically, you know, it's, it's going to be one of my uh, most uh, challenging. Um, it's a feature, so in of itself, it's nothing like anything I've ever done, but it's also a good opportunity to put my storytelling to test and you know, work with some of the great people I've worked with in the past, bring some of them in, collaborate on, 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 on telling this story. And I hope like, you know, the world will get to see a, a, a beautiful uh, side of, of such a tragedy. And, you know, and, and I think people care more when, when it's beautiful, and, but, but still tragic. And they're like, yo, there's something that can be done about this. I feel like if it's not done beautifully, then it's just a, you know, yes, there's all of that dirt. There you go. Take that, take that. You know, we, we, we want we want people to engage in ways that are, are positive and ways that are um, drive change. And I think that you know, f- filmmaking is. 
critical to that um, in, in, in you know, getting to people's heads and telling them this is something, there's something you can do about this. You know, so crazy good shit. Thank you. What up, what up? This is Blitz the Ambassador, live right here in Lagos, Nigeria. And you are watching Globetrotter TV. Salute.